Welcome to a special bonus episode of Windsor's Inside Pulse. Today, we continue our series interviewing Ward 7 by-election candidates. My name is Daniel Abliser, and today I have the pleasure of being joined by Ward 7 by-election candidate Angelo Marignani for a brief interview about his campaign. Angelo, thank you for joining us today on Windsor's Inside Pulse. Angelo, can you... Well, thank you, Pat. Angelo, can you please tell us a bit about your, yourself, your background? Who is Angelo Marignani? Uh, well, first off, thank you for having me and, and doing this for our community. It's important to get the word out of uh, what the candidates have to offer. And I, I, I truly appreciate uh, what you're doing here at uh, Windsor Pulse for, uh, for uh, bringing that information to the residents, first and foremost. Um, a bit about myself. Uh, my name is Angelo Marignani. I was born and raised in uh, beautiful Windsor, Ontario. Uh, I grew up uh, on the East End around F.J. Brennan High School, where I, I attended F.J. Brennan Catholic High School. After that, I uh, earned a degree at the University of Windsor uh, in, in social science, a bachelor's degree. And then after that time, I in I traveled to, to after university after graduating. Uh, I'm very interested in culture and society, and I traveled to uh, Japan in 1991, where I lived and worked until 1998. Uh, I worked there as a uh, as a teacher, ESL and uh, TOEFL uh, teacher, and at the same time, um, I was a human resource uh, headhunter for. Uh, the Mitsubishi Corporation. I also worked for NCB and Nova in Tokyo. Uh, returning to my home, I, I decided that uh, I saw a lot of potential in our community and wanted to help nurture that creative spirit in our city. And I opened a business uh, that I solely owned and operated uh, for 17 years, uh, Mel Coffee Bar, which uh, whose mission statement was to nurture the creative spirit of Windsor and help artists reach their potential, and uh, we were successful in doing that. I currently work for Magna International uh, here in, uh, in the Windsor area, and I've been there since 2016, and then currently working there today. Yeah. Fantastic. So, uh, so why are you running for City Council? What, what do you think you bring to the table? Uh, I mean, Ward 7 is, uh, is my home. It's where I, I chose to uh, raise my family. Uh, it's where my wife and I uh, are really, really um, happy uh, being residents. And, and being a resident of Ward 7, you see every day the concerns that we have from uh, speeding issues to the flooding that we had. We've been here now for close to 20 years. Um, I think uh, that's important is knowing and living the ward is, is key and crucial because every day I'm on the trail or every day I'm going into Forest Glade at Kersey Karate or something of that nature, Molina's Deli. And you, you get to see the issues and uh, you live the issues. And when you live the issues, uh, that's when they become prominent and you want to see change. Uh, for, let's see, I, uh, Ward 7, I think, uh, I've been committed to this position, uh, 
as counselor for close to 10 years now, following it and being an active part in it. And I have commitment to this ward. And one thing that I've noticed, or one thing that anyone will notice is if a person really wants something and is committed to it, if given the chance, if given the honor to do this, that individual will not fail you. That individual has something to prove. This is what I can do. And I know that I can make a difference for the residents of Windsor, especially Forest Glade and East Riverside. I believe my experience in Tokyo, a municipality that has solved all the problems that we are currently dealing with, has given me a progressive vision for our city and what our city could be. So I'm very keen on making our city better than what it is. We do have so much potential here. And it has to do with geographical location, but it more has to do with the people, the spirit of Windsor. The people of Windsor are unique. I mean, if you come from Windsor, you have a certain grit, you have a certain confidence that you can go anywhere in the world. And you've done it before. We live right across from Detroit. And that's another part. But also having a business in the downtown core, in the heart of our city for 17 years, gives me insight into the challenges that our city is facing here today. So as a representative with the experience in the municipality that has solved the issues that we're going through now, having been a small business owner for 17 years in our core, along with being on boards whose mandate was to improve the city, such as the various boards and committees, such as the Downtown Windsor Business Improvement Association, which I was vice chair for two years, marketing chair and development chair. And there we created the Downtown Accelerator, Business Accelerator. That was one of our projects, and we're proud of it. I believe now it has moved to Howard, if I'm not mistaken. And Balloona Palooza, Quality of Life Festivals. People still to this day remind me, you know, what a great festival that was. It was fun to walk downtown, bring our kids and just see balloons, you know, giant inflatables. So I believe that being part of other committees that I've been part of is the City of Windsor Small Business Committee, Windsor Endowment for the Arts, Downtown Windsor Business Accelerator Board, and the Downtown Farmers Market, just to name a few. I think those are key in the sense of how to run or how to conduct oneself in a board meeting. It's very important that Roger's Rules of Order, Robert's Rules of Order, and that is something that I will follow. I think candidates would be, I would be a wise choice for candidates because of my desire to communicate. And I think that's a key issue for a counselor. A counselor is a person whose duty it is to make sure that the residents' voices are heard on issues that will improve their quality of life and how the city can do that. I think I'm very approachable in that sense. You can come, you can talk to me. I will respond quickly and we can work together 
to uh, to find a solution. So uh, there's a lot of reasons I believe that I'm the candidate for uh, Award Seven. Those were just a few. There's many, many more. No, I, I think you covered a lot off, and I think that you. My next question for most for most candidates is what sets you apart from the other candidates. But I think you really covered that off. So so we can we can move right ahead. Um, what do you think are the most important issues that are facing Ward 7? Um, Ward 7 definitely is, it, it's without a doubt, it's infrastructure. Infrastructure has to be our, our largest, uh, our biggest concern. Uh, for years, we've had expanded growth and uh, infrastructure has not kept up with the growth. And naturally, with anything, uh, things wear down. Things get clogged. Things have to be fixed. So the primary concern, uh, as a counselor, what I will promise, my commitment is is focused asset management. This is what we need, and we have to prioritize our spending on uh, what the city is truly responsible for, and that is the commons, the things that you and I use but don't take personal responsibility for. That is our roads, our parks, our public libraries, our police force, our fire department. Uh, so those are my priorities are our assets that we currently have. We need to bring them up to a level that it's acceptable. And then from there, we can start considering other amenities to build on that foundation. But until we have a strong foundation, uh, I am going to be working more for our infrastructure, which is our roads, our parks, our pathways, our bike paths, all these things that truly make uh, the, a quality of life here in Windsor. So it, it sounds like that's kind of a getting back to the basics message. Uh, is, is that is that fair to say? Getting back, yes, definitely getting back, back to the basics. I mean, it doesn't sound exciting. Uh, it doesn't sound, you know, but it is what municipal government is responsible for, and we have been neglecting it, and we see that in the floodings that we've been having. Uh, you know, growth in this area, we are the fastest growing ward in the city, and uh, and the infrastructure has not kept up with that growth. So what we need to do is is bring it up to par. We need to make sure that uh, we have low-impact development, which includes water retention ponds, uh, you know, a water holding, something that could hold the quicker, more uh, intense storms that we're having and hold them aside and, and just uh, make sure that we're not getting our basements flooded. That's the big yeah, I, I was going to say, it seems like for some of us, the uh, the city's water retention ponds are our own basements, and uh, and we certainly need to fix that. So, uh, so now, I, yeah. I mean, certainly infrastructure is a Ward 7 issue. It's also a city issue. Are there any other yeah. issues that you think are sort of city-wide issues that you're focusing in on, um, aside from infrastructure, which you've already touched on? Um, if you were to... If you were to summarize my platform in two words, it's clean and safe. Okay, so everything that we have, all the assets we have, must be clean and safe. Uh, I've traveled, I know you've traveled, and you feel confident when you go into a city and it's clean. And, uh, and it gives a sense of safety. 
So what we need to do first and foremost, we've been neglecting our streets. So I remember growing up, there would be street cleaners in the summer and autumn and spring. I don't see them anymore. Uh, they would be sewer cleaners. Remember those things that would go on either ends of the street and clean out. I don't see them anymore. I don't see the maintenance, which is necessary in order to sustain the infrastructure that we have and make it, make it a quality infrastructure that we need being done. So as your counselor, it is my objective, it is my priority to make sure that our infrastructure is brought up to par. And keep in mind, this is not just the Windsor problem, this is throughout all of Canada. If you look at the major catastrophes that have happened, uh, wildfires in California was caused by infrastructural power wires that were weak, that blew down, that started the fires. Uh, New Orleans, the levee, the levee broke. They didn't maintain the infrastructure. We have similar concerns in the city of Windsor, especially with water management, our waterfront, East Riverside. Uh, you know, for the first time in 54 years, I saw Little River higher than the break wall. That means the berms are holding it back, which is fine. But unfortunately, people have built on those berms. And what it, that berm, how you construct a berm is that non-permeable membrane is held by the dirt. But when you breach that, that membrane, you now have an area where water will flow, will erode, will break. We have to we have to improve our berms, we have to improve our break walls, we have to prepare. If COVID-19 has taught us anything, is that the environment controls us. And we have to prepare for that environmental change. Well, no, that's uh I, th I think you've covered off a lot. You've certainly told us about your platform and about your focus. It seems like you're laser focused on that in infrastructure uh, infrastructure piece, which I imagine will resonate at a lot of the doors in Ward 7. Um, and, and frankly, with a lot of the residents throughout the city, because I know I've heard it in other campaigns and I think that it's resonated. Is there anything else that you uh, wish to share with our listeners about you? Anything else that you, uh, you want to tell us about your campaign? Well, I mean, uh, we're still in... Uh, a COVID-19 crisis. Uh, we can't uh, we can't let up our guard right now. So, uh, as far as the campaign's concerned, um, I'm going to play it safe. I'm going to listen to the experts. I'm going to listen to the scientists. I'm not going to knock on your door, and that hurts me to do that. It really does because uh, only there do you get the raw data that you can draw the conclusions from that can make you an effective person. But I will be walking around the neighborhoods as I've been uh, doing since the beginning of this election. And I will be uh, dropping off literature, um, but practicing it safely. I think uh, we all need to, it's affected, the city of Windsor is being affected deeply with the Windsor assembly plan for a shift being, being put off, canceled. Of COVID-19, kids are going back to school. The last thing people are thinking about right now is an election. They really are, but it is important. It is, it is very important. Uh, you know, November 11th is Remembrance Day, lest we forget. And people die for for this election, and we have to go and vote. I mean, uh, voter turnout uh, is is low. It's going to be even lower. Uh, you got 12 candidates, 12 individuals. So um, 
it's important that you get out and you support the individual that you feel best reflects yourself. Yeah. And uh, uh, please be safe out there, guys. Our frontline workers, thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, they, you guys really, uh, in this crisis, you guys really stood up. Uh, and let us not forget what we can do as a city when we're faced with crisis. We can change making automotive parts into making face masks. We can change making alcohol into hand sanitizer. When it comes down to when, when it comes down for when's it right to make changes because of crisis, we stand up to that call. And we're going to continue to stand up to that call. And it elected uh, as your city councillor. My commitment to you is to make Windsor a progressive city. My vision for our city uh, incorporates a much bigger plan than just Ward 7. There's a lot of areas that we need to develop. We are the largest cross-border community in North America. When you include the metropolitan Detroit area, Wayne County, Macomb County, Oakland County, when you include Essex, Kent, Lambton, we're talking about 5 million people. We need to market ourselves to 5 million people instead of 120, no, we got 233,000 here in Windsor. But we need to market ourselves in a much bigger capacity. Uh, and I think that will help our small businesses uh, that will bring back uh, what I saw Windsor was back in 1998, 99. Uh, we need to, we cannot forget uh, those, our, our neighbors, our friends, our relatives just across the border. They are very much this community as we are. Thousands of employees every day travel from Windsor, Detroit. I want to bring back the, uh, the Freedom Festival. I want to make the world look at Windsor and Detroit and say, wow, this is what the future is going to look like. This is what international relationships are about. This is a beautiful thing. This is attractive. And uh, I think that's important. We are the largest uh, transportation hub between, between uh, our two countries. We need to utilize these factors. Uh, we need to bring back the Emancipation Festival. We need to bring back roses in the city of roses. We need to bring back the assets that are truly ours and work as a city. And we have such potential, but we kind of just, we get confused, it appears, and we lose ground or we have a good idea, but we don't follow through. We don't check on the idea. We don't confirm that the ideal is doing well. As your counselor, I take it on as my personal duty and responsibility to inspect, to make sure that these things that have been promised to the residents come to fruition. That is my commitment to the residents of Forest Glade and East Riverside. Well, well, thank you, Angela, for joining us on Windsor's Inside Pulse. It was great to have the opportunity to get to learn a little bit more about you. For our listeners, please remember to subscribe to the Windsor's Inside Pulse podcast on your favorite podcast app. We've invited all Ward 7 candidates for an interview. Please also to remember to like our Facebook page for show updates. Take care.